Well, I am going to go ahead and hit record and we'll chat about the new album, a couple of tracks from the album. We'll chat about life and what you guys hope to have coming up here, depending on how things go, obviously. So, yes. Uh, do you have any questions for me, Frank, before we start? No, not really. <laughs> okay, cool. No. Groovy. All right, well, let's rock and roll then, baby. Yeah. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Sodom, who has a new album called Genesis 19, released at the end of 2020 via Entertainment One here in North America, over in Europe via Steam Hammer. Right now, I'm being joined by Frank Blackfire to share some more information about this release and what the band has got going on. So, Frank, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Well, cool. Super cool. Actually, I was just checking out the music video uh, for a friendly fire and I was rocking out and watching you guys rock out and uh, kind of a strange first question. But the pickups that you have in your guitar kind of struck me uh, as being unique. Maybe I'm just making that up. Maybe it's just the way that the light shone on them or something. Uh, Take us to your equipment, if you wouldn't mind. I'm kind of like a a gear nerd. And uh, what ended up on Did that end up on the record? What we're seeing in the video? Um, actually, I got this guitar uh, after we recorded. Um, it's a uh, uh, ESP, and uh, the pickup you were talking about, I guess, is a Seymour Duncan. It's a black guitar, right? Yeah, yeah, black guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, it's not on the record. Shuckles. Uh, yeah. But, killer music <laughs> video. I dig it. Uh, did you guys do this? You mentioned, you just mentioned now that you know everything's locked down, nothing's open. Uh, did you guys record the album and the music video during like the lockdown situation? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we uh, we were doing everything in our rehearsal room, and uh, that's where we recorded uh, the whole album and everything. And uh, we did the video there too. Finally. Okay, so that is actually where the magic happens—that room right there. Exactly, where everything <laughs> recorded. <laughs> now, is that something that you guys have done before in the past, recording in the rehearsal room, or did you find this was a new experience for you guys? Um, actually, I did it with my band, um, with my with our new drummer, Tony. He used to play with my band, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, we were recording in his rehearsal room, but I guess Sodom, uh, they went to a studio i guess i don't know i don't know exactly which uh, how they recorded the last album if it was recorded in in the rehearsal room too and i i don't know for sure but uh, i mean this time yeah we were comfortable like uh, practicing the whole material we had and uh, we thought yeah let's get equipment and uh, let's record everything mm-hmm. did you guys bring in like engineers or did you guys actually record it yourself yeah, our our drummer is a good engineer. Tony, he's uh, he's pretty good at engineering, so he actually recorded everything. Wow, we cool. did it all together. Mm-hmm. Wow, did you guys do it together as a band, or was it uh, like in in parts, just in the rehearsal room? Um, yeah, actually, we were playing together and recording drums first, and then uh, when drums were everything recorded, like we. Recorded guitars, bass, then vocal over it, and, and overdubs, you know, mm-hmm. as thought. 
an album, you know. That's how we how we did it. Cool. Now I see a little tiny guitar over there behind you. Is that little tiny guitar on the record? Uh, actually not. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little guitar lele. It's from the Yamaha guitar lele. I like a small acoustic guitar, you know. Is it tuned differently? What what's different about that guitar? Just the scale? It's tuned in A, yeah. It has a smaller scale, like half or something like that, and uh, it's tuned in A instead of D, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I think that sounds pretty cool. Um now something you mentioned was the new drummer Tony, and he's uh bringing a lot of uh engineering to uh the record. I guess what else or how else did did he impact the record oh yeah he impacted with his drumming i mean he's an excellent drummer i think and uh, technically he's uh, playing different stuff than our older drummer did so we we were supposed to like play different style you know like he can even play blast beats and fast stuff because he's playing in a in another death metal band and uh, so actually uh, his technique is much better and his double bass is faster and everything and uh, yeah we could do much more with him you know <laughs> <laughs> well and, and it sounds like you've got some experience playing with him in a previous band so is that how he got invited into Sodom yeah actually he played with, with my band Frank Blackfire and uh, we're recording an album too together and uh, I know him for like 10 years and uh, I thought um, by the time when Husky was getting out of the band I was thinking about Tony and asked him if he is interested in joining Sodom and he said yeah sure I mean and then that's how we got together you know yeah and the rest is history baby yeah Now, I'm curious, there's a few tracks here that were released, I guess, as singles or whatever, lyric videos and music videos. We have uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, Indoctrination, and Friendly Fire. Um, What was it about these tracks that screamed that these should be released as singles or should get the video attention? Um, Yeah, actually, we decided, or, or mostly Tom decided, oh yeah, this... And the record companies too, I mean, uh, they decided to bring out two lyric videos first. And then we thought, yeah, we have to do a a real video clip. And uh, we got together with our photographer. And uh, yeah, then we did uh, the the clip. And we had a cameraman, good one. uh, And then we we did it, you know, like uh, in our rehearsal room, everything. uh, Everything is like, uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool you know the way you you feel comfortable at rehearsals and everything and uh we said yeah let's do it here instead of uh somewhere else you know where you have to rent stuff and, and rent equipment and, and lights and everything you know so we had everything there and uh, it was much easier you know mm-hmm. you guys didn't have to rent all those beer empty beer cans did you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was fake okay <laughs> <laughs> all all for show um genesis 19 what is this album about does the album have like a theme to it um 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the titles, the song, uh, Genesis 19, tells about uh, the cities Sodom and Gomorrah that were destroyed, like the Bible, you know. Mm -hmm. And Tom was pretty interested in that, and uh, that's why we wanted to call the whole album Genesis 19, and we did, uh, yeah, everything around this, you know, and, uh, yeah, pretty much... Uh, Tom is writing about uh, all different kinds of uh, like stuff that he likes, you know, and uh, yeah, that's how we got the music together and, and lyrics and everything. And uh, yeah, I think everything fits pretty good together, like with the album cover and everything. And uh, yeah, that's how it, how everything came together, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm reminding myself of it. I've got it up on the internet right now, Genesis 19, and there's a lot that happens in here. We've got, uh, what is it, the uh, the argument with God. If there's, uh, you know, 40 people who are innocent, will you still destroy the city? If there's 20 people, so on and so forth. And then we've got the angels coming and letting them know to leave, and they won't. Is there the part in here where the woman gets raped, or is that another story? Uh yeah, well, then we got the the girls getting their father drunk and unknowingly he apparently uh, has relations with them. Very interesting section to write songs about. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fits. I mean, I guess this chapter of the Bible fits to Sodom and Gomorrah is, is one of the songs, you know, and uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's how uh, Tom and uh, I guess Chris Richanter at that time. I don't know what they, how they got, how they came up with the name Sodom. I, I don't know exactly the this history, you know. And uh, yeah, but actually, uh, that's how it, uh, how everything uh, was, uh, yeah, like starting. Yeah, yeah it, it's funny because obviously that's where the the name would come from. And I thought after all these years to have a, a track called Sodom and Gomorrah. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, but now that you mentioned that, obviously, the album called Genesis 19, it would be based off of Genesis 19, where, you know, why didn't I see it before, Frank? Yeah, ask Tom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it should have been before. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Uh, cool. Now, last year was obviously kind of crazy. This year's demonstrating to continue the craziness but um was this album meant to be released maybe earlier in the year and was just postponed until november or i guess how was how was the the plan for the album uh since there's no touring i guess what is the plan for the album yeah actually uh if we wouldn't have brought out uh partisan and uh out of the frontline trench those eps we probably would have had uh, all the material together in 19 in 2019 maybe but we were like uh, touring a lot and uh, we were like playing festivals and everything and uh, Tom wanted to bring out first like an EP and uh, I don't know maybe him and the record company together thought would be better so if we would have like get everything together maybe we should have uh, recorded in 2019 but actually we did it in 2020 a year later and uh, yeah we had more time and everything was like more 
yeah, easy, comfortable and everything, you know, and uh, yeah, I guess the time was right for that album. Mm-hmm. What kind of plans do you guys have for 2021? Have you guys started signing up for festivals that have been creating rosters and things like that? Yeah, we have uh, shows and festivals uh, already booked and let's see if it happens, you know. We were supposed to play the Wacken Festival, for example, in 2019, but it was moved to 2000, uh, sorry, uh, 2020, it was moved to 2021, but nobody knows if it's going to happen this year, you know, and uh, we will see. We have shows booked and everything, festivals, and uh, we will see. Yeah, you guys could release another album or two or three. Yeah, actually, we, we are still recording, like, all the material. And, uh, yeah, we're always, like, uh, either we are rehearsing or recording something, and uh, we have some leftover material from the album also, songs, and, uh, yeah, we are always active. Uh, now, you mentioned some leftover material from the album. Uh, Twelve songs showed up. How many songs did you guys write for the album? Like 15 or something. Okay. Wow. 15, 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't fit sonically? Yeah, they didn't make it on the album, and I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. we, so we're going we're gonna to keep recording and uh, maybe just do a second album. But, like, like getting more songs together and, uh, yeah, do some more albums. Hmm. We we don't play we don't play live. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have lots of material when it comes time to finally play live. If you guys don't have enough material already, oh, yeah, there's so much material we we can, we don't even know what we can choose. You know? But we're always changing set lists and uh, getting new songs and changing them around and everything. And uh, yeah, it's always uh, a little different when it comes. Yeah. When it comes to making a set list, like let's say Valken, how do you guys approach making that set list? Uh, the Valken set list? Or, or what do you mean? Set list in just like in a set, Yeah, set list in general, and then since you'd mentioned Valken, I was using that as an example, but how do you guys approach making a set list? Um, yeah, usually uh, Tom comes up with a set list and he edits all the songs that he thinks is good for another set list. If we played this setlist for a while, we change it a little, and uh, after a while, when it gets yeah, kind of like always the same, we we add some new songs and pick some songs out. For the Wacken, for example, we had a whole Agent Orange setlist, and we were supposed to play the whole album. And uh, yeah, we are always like uh, working on a setlist, make it more interesting to get some some songs in that we didn't play for. I don't know how many years or songs that we never will play live and everything, you know, so that uh, the fans have uh, the opportunity to listen to some songs that never were played live or didn't play for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet that gets them excited. Yeah, we always try to keep it interested, you know, like uh, not always playing the whole set list over and over and uh, after a time it gets boring, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, cool. I know I've definitely seen some bands live so many times that I don't want to go see them live anymore because I know what set list they're going to play. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there's a standout track here because it's the only track in German, Nicht mehr mein Land. Um, I guess out of all the tracks on the album, not that you guys shouldn't be writing songs in German, but why one only one song in German? Why not a whole album in German? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Tom always has some songs in German or, or some ideas to make a song in German. And I guess on a lot of Sodom albums, there's one or another German song, you know, and uh, this is another German song on another album. Next to me in my land, what does that mean? And does that go back to the Genesis 19 story? No, this is kind of like uh, not my land anymore, not my country anymore, like it used to be, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like something like that, you know. Yeah. Is is that about uh, like coronavirus or other other things? Oh, about lots of stuff that changed during the years, you know, in Germany, how it used to be before and how it is now and uh, yeah, something like that, you know. Mm hmm. Okay, very cool. Well, we've chatted about tracks from the album, music video, recording in the rehearsal space. Uh, chatted about 2020. We chatted about some plans for 2021. Is there anything that you wanted to chat about, Frank, that I did not ask about? Uh, no, I don't know yet. Okay, cool. All right, well, then that concludes my questions. And I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today, Frank. Yeah, thank you, man. It was fun. <laughs>